0: Four 12-year-old girls grow up together during an eventful small-town summer in
1: 1970. This is Ryan.
0: And this is Ashley.
1: And this is Ruining Ruining our Our Childhood. A weekly podcast where we remove our childhood goggles and put on our adult bifocals to rewatch and review our favorite movies from the past. Also a podcast where we don't badmouth our childhood.
0: Yeah, we're just going to keep saying that just for a couple more times, couple. just in case somebody forgets. and goes, we're going
1: to say I didn't take him to enough movies growing up. Just kidding.
0: I say that all the time, <laughs> but also it's not a thing. It's not like a thing I would count as a traumatic event in my childhood. No, not going to the movies a lot. I understood why we didn't.
1: It's very expensive.
0: It is expensive. We lived far away. It was it was numerous reasons. So I I get it, and we I think I went enough. It wasn't like I never went. Yeah,
1: no. So we would go to the discount theater a lot. Yeah. It was a, like a dollar a ticket. And then um, I want to say sodas were probably like a couple bucks. But I realized to take a family of five to a movie nowadays, ugh. $15 a ticket.
0: Remortgage your future. Yeah. Yeah. We need $250 just that, to go out for the night. I don't know how people have children sometimes. No. A, I, I mean, w- have landish. more than one child, I should say. Yeah. We have two dogs. It's and, expensive. It is. Every time we take them to the vet, Ugh. Anyway, yeah, so this is ruining our childhood. <laughs> if this is the first time you're joining us, we usually don't go on a tangent that early, and yeah, we usually an go down the
1: rabbit hole later in the podcast. Yeah,
0: and we are a couple uh-huh. married couple, if you can't tell, yes, by our witty banter. <laughs> and we decided to start rewatching some of our old favorites. Uh-huh. We have a large DVD collection, but sometimes we do choose movies that we thought we owned, but we end up realizing we don't own
1: and then we just pay to rent them yes or borrow them
0: yes in some cases yes should we go down a trip down memory road and you can tell us a little bit of facts about 1995
1: yes we shall to
0: which let me hold on real quick in case you didn't know because it was a little vague this week we're doing now and then yes a 1995 classic starring a bunch of people yes we'll talk about later
1: yes the movie was released on October 5th of 1995. It had a budget of $12 million, and it grossed $37.5 million at the box office. Although I was looking, it only had a, a 28% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? I was genuinely stunned at that.
0: Did they have Rotten Tomatoes back then?
1: I think they're taking in, uh, in consideration
0: like the actual the
1: reviews okay. and then they've compiled the rotten tomato score later dare on. They? Yeah, I was very surprised cuz I enjoyed the movie. Big TV shows from 1995 because this is I think the third or fourth movie we've done so I'm just going to continue going lower down the list. Popular TV shows from 1995 include Home Improvement, Boston Common, and NYPD Blue. Popular songs from 1995. The actual number one hit when the movie came out was Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Oh, nice. Uh, A couple other ones were Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio and Exhale, Shoop Shoop by Whitney Houston. Nice. Yeah. Uh, A couple other popular movies were Seven and Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, and uh, Babe. I loved that movie when I was a kid
0: i think i only saw it once really yeah it was just not my thing so those were interesting facts mm-hmm. about 1995 which we've done in numerous films yes and i did yeah. love
1: me some mariah carey in 1995
0: a fantasy that was peak mariah carey for yes. me i feel like well i will say rainbow was for me peak mariah carey really Yeah, that was, like, my favorite album, but then I kind of went backwards and started listening to more of her stuff.
1: I was more of a Daydream fan, and after Rainbow, I don't really remember liking
0: it. Second favorite was Daydream, for sure. Gotcha. Now that we're talking about Mariah Carey. Yes. So, now and then. Mm -hmm. Things I remember about it. I've seen it quite a few times. Same. It was my go-to summer movie when I was a kid. Okay. Similar to Babysitter's Club... I was excited that there was a film that focused on females mm-hmm. because let's be honest, there wasn't a lot yeah. in the 90s and they're, you know, having so much fun. They're riding their bikes. I That's pretty much all I did from the time I was in fifth grade to like eighth grade was ride my bike everywhere Definitely. with my friends and I really related to them. I loved all the characters and Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. she was goals for me. I, goals. She was everything i wanted to be as a person
1: i i remember seeing the movie in theaters Mm -hmm. my mom took us um, because during the summertime i would say we would go to a movie like once a week and i would assume it was probably we saw it that next summer maybe or saw it during spring break it would Uh have been at whenever it left the normal theaters right and yeah i definitely recognized christina ricci because she was on adam's family and Casper. casper And then also recognized Thora Birch because she was in Hocus Pocus.
0: Hocus of the Pocus.
1: So I I would say I knew the kid actors more so than the adult actors were in it. Right. Other than maybe I knew who Rosie O'Donnell was.
0: Yeah. You didn't know who Demi Moore was? I don't think so. I don't
1: really remember seeing a lot of her movies growing up. I maybe saw Ghost or something, but I didn't see a lot of her movies. Did not see a lot of Melanie Griffith's movies. And I don't think I saw any Rita Wilson movies either.
0: I will say that I knew Rosie and was because she was in A League of Their Own. And I also, one of my favorites mm-hmm. that we might have to do eventually. But I also am like, hmm, maybe not. <laughs> maybe. I don't want to ruin it. And Demi Moore was definitely one of those people that I recognized. Yeah. But I didn't really get into any of her movies until I was a little older, like St. Elmo's Fire. and yeah. Ghost. I, d- I did watch Ghost a lot because my mom really liked that movie.
1: Well, how could you not? Yeah. It had <laughs> the Swayze.
0: It had Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So, definitely, yeah. I agree with you. Christina Ricci, Thora Birch were...
1: Monkey Trouble. Yeah. It was a good Thor Birch movie. <laughs> I want to say there was a movie I saw other than this that had Gabby Hoffman in it.
0: I'm trying to remember because I think we were talking about it yesterday when we were planning out our podcast today we were talking about her Mm -hmm. and she does a lot of stuff now but yeah i i know she was in other things i just don't know why i can't remember it's gonna there's somebody screaming at us right now like she "Uh, was in this da doy, she wasn't sleepless in seattle okay that might have been it the man without a face with mel gibson nope did i see that
1: movie never saw that
0: uncle buck
1: Uncle Buck.
0: That I was like she was some she was in had a kind of a bigger part in a movie where she was with other kids.
1: Yep, I loved me Uncle Buck when yeah. I was a kid.
0: Field of Dreams too.
1: Yep, I'm pretty sure she was Kevin Costner. Yeah, so I think I, maybe I saw more of her movies than Christine Ricci.
0: <laughs> People are like she's been in a lot of movies. Uh-huh. And I then just
1: I think the most recent thing that I saw her in was kicking some butt on the Veronica Mars movie as Ruby Jetson.
0: Kicking some butt.
1: But I think, she's on, I think she's on that movie, that or not movie, the TV series that had Jeffrey Tambor.
0: Uh, Transparent, yeah. Yeah. And she was on Girls. Oh.
1: So she was in a bunch of shit.
0: Yeah, she's been in stuff. Yeah. She's been in a bunch of, I would say, indie movies, too. Okay. I've seen her in a couple things. So she's still pretty relevant. hmm And, again, Christina Ricci. I literally wanted to be here when I was a kid. She always was just so cool. Obviously, she played characters that are really cool, but I just mm-hmm. thought she was really cool,
1: yeah, she was a good
0: actress, yeah, she you know how we talked in a an earlier episode about how it seems like child actors today are way better than they were back then, but there was always a couple that stood out. I would say she stood out for me,
1: yeah, she was a very good one, mm-hmm. and then we kind of transitioned, and a few years later, we had. Well, a few years, about eight years later, I think we had Dakota Fanning, who was a crazy good kid actor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She was. Yeah. So, again, another slight tangent, but...
1: Back to what you were saying, though, I do remember them riding bikes, and that is exactly, that's all I did as a kid. Yeah. I think I rode my bike every day of the summer. Right. Me and my brothers would ride our bikes to, like, McDonald's to get lunch, which was a good bike ride wasn't like it was at the corner of our street or anything, but yeah, it was a good memory.
0: I feel like I saw this movie and then I modeled my summers after it with my friends. Like, we we're just like, let's ride our bikes, get into trouble.
1: Getting into mischief.
0: So do you think it's going to hold up?
1: I do. I think it's actually going to hold up really well. I have nothing but positive memories of this movie mm-hmm. and I've seen it maybe 10 years ago. And I I want to say I remember enjoying it. But I never really would watch movies with a critical eye where I'm trying to go, oh, that doesn't add up. So, but I still think this one is going to hold up and be enjoyable.
0: I agree. And just full disclosure, out of all the movies that we've done for this podcast, I think this is one of the ones I've seen the most and the most recently. I probably watched it like two years ago. Oh. And I do think it will hold up. Of course, like you just said, I don't normally watch movies with a critical eye since we since we started this podcast, I feel like I do a little bit more even when we're just watching a movie to enjoy or a new movie we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. But I think re-watching it with a little bit more of a critical eye, I think there will be some issues, but I think overall it will hold up. Um it's got a really good cast of young actors and a good cast of older actors yeah. to play their older counterparts. So I think just the whole story is still gonna be delightful and entertaining. And also, I want to say thanks. I can't remember who suggested this movie. Uh, It was definitely on our list. And then somebody on Twitter, Mm -hmm. which I'm trying to be more active on that, as a a (laughs) podcast representative, suggested that we we do it. And I (laughs) wanted to do it before summer ended. Yes. And we're now recording this on Labor Day weekend. So, kind of the...
1: Kind of the end of the summer. yeah, Yeah.
0: Which... For anybody living in Arizona, it's like, woohoo! We're going to be else, under 100
1: like... degrees soon. Yay. Everybody else,
0: it's like, oh shit, it's going to be winter soon. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. We're going to need to uh, bust out our parkas soon.
0: We're going to have to bust out our lightweight sweaters <laughs> soon. Yes. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. So, for anybody that wants to watch this movie, it is on Netflix. Yay! Yay. I, I get excited when one of the movies we watch is actually on Netflix. A streaming service that probably ninety eight percent of the world has. Yeah,
1: because it's rare. It seems like. Yes. Which
0: is crazy. It it it's weird. Yeah. Because seemingly these these all these different apps have tons of movies, mm-hmm. but they randomly never have the movies we want to watch.
1: And I feel like we watch classics. I mean, we say it every week. It's a
0: classic. <laughs> That's true, and if we say it, that means it's it's, it's true. true.
1: <laughs> oh, it's true.
0: But I am uh, in the process of finding a better website to search because Google's a liar. Yeah. It's lied to us before. It doesn't list the Amazon Prime movies. So, like, Virgin Suicides was on Amazon Prime. There was something else that was on Amazon Prime that...
1: Babysitter's Club?
0: Yes. Yeah. So...
1: Yeah, we're telling people, go rent it. Just kidding. You have
0: to rent it. There's no other way.
1: Always check Amazon Prime, folks. Yeah. If you have a Prime membership. Well,
0: now I'm using justwatch.com. This mm-hmm. is not a sponsored thing.
1: No. I just... It was suggested by a good friend of the podcast. I'm pretty Daniel.
0: sure. We couldn't remember what website he said, and I just Googled one, and it seems to be accurate.
1: And it sounded like something he suggested to us.
0: He's going to be like, that's not even remotely yeah. the website. If, you,
1: if he's even still listening after you badmouth Star Trek. He is. You don't know. Crushed him.
0: Anyway... So we're gonna go ahead and hit the pausey pause and watch now and then, and we'll be back to let you know if it holds up.
1: Okay, and we're back. We just finished watching now and then, and we're gonna go. (laughs) Why do you do that every time? It's fun. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and break down our film with our categories like we always do. Ashley hates when I say that. But we're going to go ahead and, and get excited because there's a VCR in our limousine. Yeah. And talk about some technology. What pieces of technology did you notice?
0: There was quite a few. So this isn't the first movie we've had where it's made mostly... I mean, most of the movies we watch are made in the 90s. Mm-hmm. made in the 90s, but set... In a different time, yeah. this time, 1970s. So there was definitely some usage of things that they did on purpose because they're like, oh, remember when we had yeah. record players that were really boxy? Like mm-hmm. uh, the first one I, I recognized was Chrissy's room, which was just pink Oy. everywhere. Yeah. But she had a pink record player and her mom closed and she's like, don't want to get dusty records. <laughs> uh, how about you?
1: I noticed uh, towards the beginning, one of the girls was calling, I believe it was Chrissy they were calling, and they were leaving her a voicemail. I think it might have been uh, Samantha calling, because I think it was Demi Moore.
0: Okay, yeah, that's him.
1: But she was leaving a message on the answering machine, which was uh, pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, answering machines are more of a recent technology, but something I don't know if a lot of people use anymore. I mean, we don't even have a landline anymore.
1: I think that's, yeah, everybody has voicemail. Yeah, you know? cell phones. So it's still an answering machine, yes. it's just embedded also, into your
0: phone. I don't get a lot of voicemails either.
1: No, uh-uh. No, it's, and this is going to, I don't mean it to sound mean, but it's people like my mom or my aunt, they will always leave you a voicemail. Yes. Because they grew up in that time period. Yes. I'll just say you called me and I'll call you back. Yeah. I don't need to listen to your I voicemail. think the
0: only time I really get voicemails are if it's a company calling or something. Mm-hmm. And then I always say, if it's a random number calling, I don't answer. And if it's important, they'll leave a voicemail yeah. but or send me an email or something. But yeah.
1: We unfortunately have names that can't be shortened. Because yeah. my brother was saying to me the other day, he goes, I know right away when I answer a phone, if it's my friend. Uh or family because they all call me something that isn't my legal name yes he goes if they ask for my legal name he's like i just know you're a telemarketer (laughs) or you're a bill collector or somebody like that he's like i don't want to talk to you you asked for my legal name
0: click and then they had walkie talkies that were huge yes just uh thor birch's character and chrissy Mm -hmm. had the walkie-talkies because they had this really elaborate way to contact each other which bells yeah yeah which seemed a little unnecessary at times but i
1: notice in movies and in tv shows like stranger things where they use a walkie-talkie i had walkie-talkies as a kid they didn't work that great i think if you were more than 30 feet away from each other they didn't work these kids they work Across the street, down the block.
0: I'm yeah. Like, but all some... these kids do live right next to each other. Yeah. So, but I agree. They had some nice they, ones. They had some, like, heavy-duty ones, whereas when I was a kid, it was, like, the plastic, shitty ones. Yeah. They probably weren't even $20. They were probably, like, 10
1: That would be something to see if they actually still make, because now every kid has a cell phone.
0: Yeah, but there's pump. something...
1: There's something timeless about them. I loved walkie-talkies when I was a kid. They always had the Morse code button.
0: Yeah. Who's (laughs) talking to Morse code? Beep, 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 beep.
1: Oh, man, you got a ship stranded at sea? Sucks to be you.
0: Was there anything else that you noticed that?
1: I noticed at the very beginning of the movie when they kind of reunite as adults and they all reunite at Chrissy's house. Chrissy runs outside with like a 35 millimeter camera and was taking pictures. So that was kind of funny.
0: I always laugh when people take pictures in movies because I feel like they actually don't ever take pictures and they just pretend to take pictures Mm -hmm. and you can totally tell. Yeah. I was watching an episode of Gilmore Girls the other day and Rory was taking a picture of somebody and I'm like, it's it's just so fake because you don't hear a click. Yeah. You know there's no film in that camera. Well, it was a digital camera because Um. Gilmore Girls was made in the 2000s and... That was, like, the whole point she got, like, a digital camera, but...
1: The last one that I noticed was a payphone.
0: Yes, and yeah. it was different from most of the payphones we see in in the movies that we've pointed out. Mm-hmm. It was definitely older. Yeah. And it had, like, the circular thing the around The rotary. It. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I noticed was just a little radio on their bikes when they were taking the <laughs> little bike trip to yeah. the next town to go to the library.
1: While they were singing one of your father's hits
0: oh yes tony orlando tony
1: orlando singing knock three times
0: that's not my father guys no he, just he looks doesn't like...
1: ashley's dad especially when he was a little younger he looked just like tony orlando
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's he, not so say. much uh,
1: anymore <gasps> your dad has aged gracefully as hell I, I don't mean to say he hasn't that's a good-looking man
0: that's weird <laughs> <laughs> um Unfortunately, I was pretty bummed that there was no DVD features or trailers. Yeah, it just went straight to the menu, and then the special features were Mm -hmm. just a trailer for the movie.
1: Yeah, and And then cast and crew,
0: which I I don't I didn't even click on it to see what it was about.
1: The only one that really didn't have a huge career in Hollywood, and and as you told me the other day, she actually passed away, is. Ashley like, anton as- Moore
0: aston Moore
1: Aston Moore yeah. who uh she played Roberta Chrissy. uh sorry Chrissy she Rita Wilson played her as an adult but everybody else in this movie had a pretty decent career in Hollywood I don't need to read your cast and crew bio I know who you are right you're a pretty successful person
0: It's very true and then the soundtrack though
1: oh good soundtrack
0: this and especially the 1970s parts there was the jacks five monkeys mm-hmm Diana Ross and the Supremes.
1: Stevie Wonder.
0: Stevie Wonder. Yeah. There's quite a few. Yeah. But there was a Sophie B. Hawkins song. Yes. I was excited about. Yes. Sophie, <laughs> Sophie B. Hawkins dance. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, we we always reference community.
1: It's just a good show.
0: It's just our life. Yeah.
1: Okay. But yeah, it was a really timeless soundtrack. Great songs. And then even the Sophie B. Hawkins song was a great
0: song. Yeah. I, I see y- some Sophie was, uh, B. Hawkins as you lay me down, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah,
0: is a good one? Mm-hmm. Should we move on? Yes, we shall. The next category is called kids would call it a throwback. We call it the prime of our teens, where we talk about fashion, offensive jokes, or dated references. And this one, of course, is going to be a little different because a lot of the fashion is going to obviously be 1970s yeah. stuff. What did you notice?
1: I took that into consideration, so it didn't make a lot of sense to me to sit here and point out, they're wearing this. Well, it's set in 1970. The thing that I did love was all of the mom's house dresses that they were wearing. Yes. That part, I was like, that is awesome. So
0: brightly colored, Mm -hmm. and the designs were just crazy. Yeah.
1: Because I remember, honestly, my grandma would wear a house dress mm-hmm. to like when i was a little kid i'd go over she'd be wearing a house dress she was a sweetheart of a lady but that was about that was i mean the other stuff like they were wearing uh matching kids shoes kids kids yeah yeah
0: As if Roberto roberta was wearing vans hmm. it was it was weird vans
1: that... that like kids would wear today still yeah you know? so it's
0: cool yeah I and mean, vans are classic oh definitely they're just des- i don't know if they've ever really changed their designs that much
1: probably not what did you notice
0: i i noticed the girl's shoes and then just the wonderful pastels and all of the clothing and mm-hmm. the random patterns and flowers yeah. and then my favorite was at one point sam who is gabby hoffman slash
1: demi Moore <laughs> slash demi
0: Moore. but in the scene she's gabby hoffman and her mom's has a friend over mm-hmm. who's obviously a boyfriend yes which we noted was i felt like it was too soon because i felt like her her dad left early before that yeah but, i mean like maybe a month
1: and the whole movie takes part in a over summer their summers. Yeah, so he so, had left just earlier in the summer and now here's my friend
0: yeah bud but yeah bud. and he's wearing the Everything he's wearing is just, like, a leisure suit and a, a scarf mm-hmm. tied and coming out. And, uh, he had thick and long sideburns, and he just screamed, creepy. I did like that. guy from the 70s.
1: I did love that, the Samantha's little sister. And she was probably three or four. Like, mm-hmm. him and goes, I like your scarf. <laughs> it was just cute.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was cute. And then, uh. Also, Chrissy's final outfit, adult Chrissy's final outfit in the uh, end scene has bright pink. Her
1: outfit earlier in the movie as an adult, it was like a a floral pattern. It's like she stayed in 1970 with her
0: fashion. Well, I think that was kind of their point because she's, I mean, Roberta stayed in the town too, but Chrissy lives in her parents' house. Mm Mm-hmm. She's kept it exactly the same, apparently, as their parents. And she's kind of stuck in that time. Yeah. Did you have any offensive jokes or dated references?
1: I didn't have really any offensive jokes, but I noticed some dated references. Uh, one of the first ones I noticed was the plastic furniture covers. Yes. Which is something that my grandparents had. They that had. was
0: in Chrissy's house. Because mm-hmm. they noted... That, wow, you kept it exactly the same, which then the first scene with her mom and the very beginning of the movie, her mom's really anal about the cleanliness. Yeah. Oh, her top of her bed set was up a little. And she's just like, you got to put that down. Mm -hmm. Very anal. Very anal. I'm going to stop saying anal. (laughs) (laughs) Adam 12.
1: Uh, I noticed... There was a scene where I believe it was Roberta, who mm-hmm. uh, it was adult Roberta. She was playing with that toy. I called it the original fidget spinner. It was. It has a little track and a wheel. Oh. And it rolls across the little track, and then you just kind of turn your wrist, and it'll go back down, and you flick your wrist. I'm like, it's the original fidget spinner. Yeah. And one of the kids' houses, I'm not sure which one, had olive green appliances.
0: Yes. Yes. I don't know which one either, but I remember it. Mm -hmm. It was probably, I feel like they really only focused on Chrissy's house Mm -hmm. and Sam's house. Yeah. Uh, You you only saw Roberta's house for like a minute. It was just her bedroom Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the movie. And then.
1: I don't think they showed Tina's house at all.
0: They showed it like when she, her parents were having a party, but they showed it from the outside. So they never really showed her. And they showed her bedroom because her bedroom was pretty amazing as far as. The murals the, that yeah, she had. Yeah, and she had, it was just like bright orange and mm-hmm. just that it is true, screamed late 60s. Yeah. The one thing I noticed at the beginning of the movie, they're playing Red Rover, like mm-hmm. the young girls. And I just thought of Red Rover as being such a source of anxiety for me because I felt like I was that Bobby character who they picked because he was weak. Mm-hmm. They picked you on purpose. And I hated when they would pick me. Aww. Which is the opposite of like gym class when people would pick you mm-hmm. because you you're good at something. It was like they picked you because they didn't think you were gonna break through. But
1: sorry, yes. it just
0: it just brought back back bad memories. <laughs> it all came back.
1: The last uh, one I noticed was uh, it was I think Tina she was sitting up on her roof yeah and watching a movie at the drive-in. It
0: was a love story, I think. A love yeah, story. yeah.
1: Because mm-hmm. she was like quoting it along. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The other thing I wanted to point out was so this, I wouldn't say the whole movie is based on this, but I did want to touch on it. But they want to buy a treehouse, yes. a dream treehouse. It was only a hundred and twenty nine dollars <laughs> in nineteen seventy. I was like, damn, that thing would probably cost at least a grand.
1: Well, I'm thinking even more than that oh, because I'm sure. it seemed like the hundred and whatever dollars covered the installation. Apparently. Like, they put it up in a tree for you. They
0: never even explain... I think that was a bad plot point. They never explain how they got the rest of the money.
1: They were robbing people.
0: (laughs) They don't... It's a side plot, but they never... They focus so much on the little mystery that they try to do that they never really ever explain how How they got the money. are you getting
1: this money? Even
0: if they just had a scene where, like, we mow lawns or we babysit, Mm -hmm. but they... That's uh, an
1: excellent point.
0: All you see is them spending money.
1: Yeah. Getting those Coke floats.
0: Coke floats, and or the black cows, as uh, they were called. Yeah, black cow. And when they went to the mystic reader, fortune <laughs> teller, mm-hmm. they spent ten bucks. Yeah. That's a big chunk of that money. That was a twelfth of the money to get the damn tree house. Yeah. It's crazy. How did you get your money? <laughs>
1: <sighs> I'm telling you. Robbing people. Probably true. Hanging out in the cemetery, robbing graves.
0: Um, The only thing I wanted to point out, too, was of the amount of f- Chrissy fat jokes. Not like, yeah. they weren't like, I guess, fat jokes per se, but the times, the many times that they mentioned, like, hey, she's not as skinny as the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, When Sam and Teenie are sitting in the treehouse that they're just hanging in. Mm-hmm. At the store, I guess. Yeah,
1: it was at the store because it wasn't up in the tree.
0: Yeah. And they said are they would
1: eat eat her
0: first because she would feed more people.
1: Yeah. Oh, offensive. God. Totally offensive. She no. wasn't as
0: skinny as the rest of them. Yeah. That's what it was. But she, she wasn't a chubby I was like, girl. damn. Did you have anything else?
1: Nope. That is it. Okay, awesome. We're going to move on to our next category. Well, hello there. It's our category where we talk about any cameos of famous or recognizable actors or actresses that we forgot were in the movie. Yeah. there was quite a few. There was. Who did you notice?
0: Uh, the first person I noticed, you mentioned Sam's little sister, mm-hmm. played by uh, rumor Willis. Yes. I did see that uh, Demi Moore did produce this movie, so mm-hmm. makes know. sense. But she was she was mad. No, she was cute. cute little she kid. Like you said, she had that cute line where she's like, I like your scarf. I <laughs>
1: like your scarf, bud. Uh, speaking of bud, he was played by Hank Azaria. Yes. Who obviously voice um voice, voice of Mo Sizlack. Among Simpsons. other. I was going to say, among other 30 characters, he probably does for that. And...
0: Yeah. Uh, so. Bonnie Hunt played yeah. Chrissy's mom. Mm hmm. The, the anal one. <laughs> say anal one more time.
1: She did a. Give her the speech about sex and how every woman has a garden and you have to water the garden. <laughs> I, I love
0: that whole scene because it really just parents sometimes screw up that whole teaching your kids stuff or or if you like make little fibs and then sometimes you realize it older like mm-hmm. that's not real. My mom and dad just told me that.
1: Yeah, they're
0: lying. Yeah.
1: Another one of the family members was Samantha's grandmother. Yes. Who was played by Cloris Leachman.
0: That is correct. Who
1: I looked up and she is still with us. She is 93 years old.
0: I was going to look it up because I feel like I haven't seen her in anything. What was the last thing I saw her in? I'm
1: going to look up and see what she's been in.
0: Uh, also, Devin Sawa, which was, he was on my wall. I've talked about my wall before. of um, You know, my crushes. And he was on my wall. I liked him more than JTT, and I liked JTT, but...
1: How dare you.
0: Because there was a point where it was either him, you either liked Devin Sawa, or you liked Brad Renfro, or JTT. Okay. And De- Devin was my guy. I mean, Casper. He plays the human Casper.
1: My favorite one of his roles was him in Little Giants. Yeah. And yeah, he was the human Casper.
0: Yeah. He, he- was... The bee's knees. The bee's knees. <laughs> In the mid-90s.
1: Yeah, he was where we talk about how the actresses that are in this movie were all kind of the big kid actors of the time. Christina Ricci, Thora Birch, um, Gabby Hoffman. Outside of Macaulay Culkin, who at this point probably wasn't acting as much, he, this was the guy in JTT. Yeah. And the kids on Home Improvement. Those were the boy actors.
0: Yeah, they were always on... The Tiger Beat mm-hmm. covers. I had Twist. Does anybody remember Twist magazine? No. Oh, that was... I, well,
1: I didn't read them, but I had friends that would read them. They would read uh, Tiger Beat and uh,
0: Friends J16. Yes, J- that still exists.
1: That's the one I it remember. Does. I remember my friend sitting next to me, and she would cut out pictures of Britney Spears and give them to me. Because <laughs> I had nice. a little crush on her. One of the people that I noticed was, I don't know how he's never won an award on our podcast. Superstar actor, Brendan Fraser.
0: Yes. Made I don't little... know if we've ever watched, did we watch a movie with him in it yet?
1: I don't know, but he's going to win, folks. <laughs> Whether that, it's he, good that is or a, bad. That's going to be Nicolas Cage written all over it. He... he was not bad in this movie. No,
0: he was very, it was a very small part. Mm-hmm. He plays a Vietnam vet that kind of brings everybody down a little bit yeah. it obviously was just there to kind of put you in that time frame
1: the people that were coming back from mm-hmm. vietnam and just nobody gave a crap about them yeah it was very sad and but it's a very real thing that happened
0: yeah very true and he, yeah i mean he was kind of cool and collected but smoked cigarettes with a bunch of 12 year olds <laughs> you know different time it's cool like that i love it. Chrissy's judgy face. Everything that he did. You're a hippie. My mom says hippies are sex fiends. Yeah. Uh, everything she said's amazing.
1: Did you notice anybody else?
0: Um, I think that was it. Brendan Fraser. Oh, Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was the last mm-hmm. one I had. Played the waitress slash fortune teller. Mm-hmm. I liked her haircut. It was very uh interesting.
1: Yeah, She's another one that I always enjoyed her.
0: No, whenever she's in a movie, I I get excited because she's, she's snarky. Yeah, she was always her. a
1: snarky pain in the butt.
0: I always loved her in Romy and Michelle, High School Reunion.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember, I really liked the show Mad About You growing up. Uh huh. the very last episode, they kind of do a time jump when they with their child, mm-hmm. and she played the child of uh, Paul and Jamie Buck. Oh really? Yeah, she played <laughs> I didn't the know kid. That.
0: I don't yeah. think I ever watched the last season of that show. Oh. When I was a kid, I'd watch it, but it was very casual. It wasn't like. I need to watch this every week. Like, if it was on... Mm-hmm. Do you remember that a time when you just had to watch TV? What was on was on?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, especially when I was growing up, I had a TV. It didn't have cable.
0: Mm-hmm. It only had
1: the local channels. And at night, they would play Simpsons and Mad About You back to back. Yeah. So I'd watch that every night when I'd be going to bed. Because I had three channels to watch. Those That's were my options.
0: Pretty much what I would do, too... I, that's probably when when I saw it. Mm-hmm. It, it amazes me that I, I used to watch TV like that where sometimes you just, it would be like the third season of something. Because it's in syndication. And yeah. you're just like, I guess I'm going to watch it now. That's how I watched a lot of my favorite shows. That's how Charmed. I got into
1: Simpsons. Yeah. I got into it in the fifth, sixth season. And it was in syndication. Yeah. Then I started watching it live. Or whatever. <laughs> live. Live.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy because now we, we can just...
1: You can stream anything. And we can start
0: from the beginning. And mm-hmm. now I have a thing about I need to start from the beginning of something. Like, I can't just come in on a random season or a random episode. I need to start from the it beginning. It helps
1: you follow the storyline better. Oh, for sure. A lot. I mean, Simpsons wasn't really storyline driven.
0: No. you. Those are ones you can watch yeah. in random orders. But Exactly. most of the sitcoms, you kind of had to knew, know what was going on. Exactly. So. Life was different back then. Back in my day I used to have to record friends on Thursdays <laughs> because I had volleyball practice. Um <laughs> anyway. Hey guys, we want to talk to you a little bit about the Podcoin app. Yes!
1: The Podcoin app. It pays you to listen to Ruining Our Childhood as well as your other favorite podcasts. You can use the Podcoin you earn to claim gift cards for some of your favorite stores.
0: What? Starbucks? Check Amazon. Correct. Target. Ah, yeah. Seriously, guys, this is pretty legit. Join the PodCoin app today on iPhone or Android, and I said join, but yeah. I meant download. You've got down. And it. use code Ruining to get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. That's 300 PodCoin for using R U I N I N G. That's how you spell Ruining, just in case you don't know that. Yes. So if you're basically listening to podcasts all day anyways while you're working or driving or doing anything, might as well make some money off the deal, am I right?
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, free coffee for something you're already doing sounds fantastic.
0: It does sound fantastic. La, la.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take a shot.
0: So, go give the PodCoin app a try today and also don't forget to listen to Ruining Our Childhood and make some money, guys. Okay? Bye. bye.
1: What Should... did you think of the plot?
0: Oh, did you want to move on to the next category? <laughs> Is it even good where we talk about the plot, the casting choices, and we name our funniest and most cringiest moments? You just totally fast forwarded I did.
1: That. I apologize. Yeah.
0: What did you think about the plot?
1: I like the plot. Not so much the part where they're exploring witchcraft and trying to solve a murder. That's a little hokey.
0: That was the main movie.
1: But the idea that it's preteens getting into mischief during a summer, which is, I mean, that's that was my childhood. That's what we do during the summer. We'd be out causing problems.
0: That's one of the things I did like about the movie. Even when I was a kid, I mentioned it earlier. And now it's reminiscing about that freedom that you had where you... Pre- Pretty much could do anything all day. Yeah. Your parents were working. Yeah. You could go to your friend's house Mm -hmm. and ride bikes for eight hours. Yeah. Nobody cared what you did. I was going to say,
1: I grew up in a small town, Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we did. Rode around on our bikes and just had fun during the summer. You didn't have jobs to worry about. None of that. Those were the days.
0: Those were the days. So I did like that there was the slight mystery element, but I think it at one point it was just oh that's the end of that mm-hmm. so which I'll, I'll talk about a little later what about the casting choices
1: I like the casting choices the only issue I had was when I was a kid they always have that picture where it's the four girls and then the four adult actresses right. standing behind Embracing them each other. the person behind them is the adult version of them I always think that Christina Ricci should be the child version of Demi Moore.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: And I don't know why. I, I, it has nothing to... I thought they both are great actresses. I love Gabby Hoffman, so I don't have a problem with that. But I don't know why. When I was a kid, I always associate... And I think it's just the black hair. Yeah. That's literally what does it.
0: I think re-watching the movie today, it wouldn't fit because I feel like the Sam character is cynical. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think Roberta is so much cynical, no. and there was one point in the very beginning when all the gir- all the adult girls are arriving at Chrissy's house, mm-hmm. and Chrissy's taking a picture of Roberta, and she rolls her eyes. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell rolls her eyes, and I thought it looked a lot like what Christina Ricci does mm-hmm. throughout everything she's ever done. But if she rolls her eyes, so that kind of brought me into the point. oh Like okay, that's Christina Ricci. Yeah, you know. But I I get where you're coming from as far as how they kind of look mm-hmm. like they could have been almost they could Switched. have swapped them if yeah. it wouldn't have probably made that much of a difference <laughs> <laughs> but I did I think all of the casting choices were pretty good yeah definitely. as far as that goes what was your funniest moment or line
1: one of it's kind of silly but it just took me back to being a child and it's um, Samantha and her family are eating dinner. So it's her mom and her little sister, and they're eating dinner. And then her grandma, Clora Sleachman, uh. shows up at the house, and she's knocking on the door and, like, looking in through the window, trying to see him. And they hide underneath the table, yes. like the mom mm-hmm. and kids. And it just made me think back to when I was a child and the Jehovah Witnesses would be coming around. And,
0: and I hide. would
1: hide. I don't know why. But I do remember one time, one we had a big picture window mm-hmm. in the front of the house, and one looked through the window. That's creepy. So, for all I know, wasn't a Jehovah Witness, and it was like somebody looking to rob the house or something. But, yeah. yeah. I just associated, it's the Jehovah
0: Witness out. We used to do the same thing in our house, because my dad would rather not even answer the door, because he, he has a hard time saying no to people. Mm-hmm. So, if somebody was selling something... He, if he answered the door, it was like 99% chance that we would be buying whatever that person was selling. <laughs> I'm selling so so Tupperware. Was, so my dad would just be like, no, we don't answer the door. Mm-hmm. But we had like a sliding glass door on one side of the house facing the front. We had a big window that uh, in the kitchen that would always be pretty much open. Mm-hmm. And I hated it because if I was in the kitchen, I could see something, somebody walking up. I was like, shit, I need a." <laughs> duck down and crawl to my bedroom. (laughs) Uh,
1: It's like army training.
0: I just didn't like answer. I don't even still like answering the door because I'm like, let's be honest. If you're not coming to my house because I invited you, then I don't need to answer my door for you. Mm -mm. Mine was just when they're at the baseball game Mm -hmm. and Roberta's up to bat and there's a guy on the fence behind them going, girls can't play softball. And Roberta gets mad enough to... She starts m- marching towards him and Chrissy's like, Roberta, remember you're a lady. <laughs> Chrissy's like the adult of the group. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the a little annoying at times, but she tries to be the voice of reason, but then Roberta kicks the guy's butt anyway. And they yeah. all get into a fight eventually because he was a douchebag. So.
1: Total teabag. but But
0: I, I laughed at that part. Cause it was one of my favorite parts when I was a kid too, so... What was
1: funny was the boys had just, like, when Roberta comes up to bat, uh, Devin Sawa's character, one of the Wormer brothers. Yeah. Is like, move in, guys. Which I'm like, you're an idiot, but okay. So he tells everybody to move in. And then when that guy starts running his mouth and going, you know, she can't hit, she's a girl, and she punches him. All the boys that were playing softball are on her side.
0: I honestly think Scott is his character's oh, name. Scott. Uh, Devon saw like I think he did that because the scene before was when they stole the guy's clothes when they were Mm -hmm. in the lake skinny dipping in the lake. I couldn't talk for a second. Yeah, and so I think he was like, "That's payback" because I think he knows she can hit, Mm -hmm. but he just wanted to make her feel like shit for a second because it was payback for stealing the clothes.
1: I would have been the guy in the outfield going she knows how to hit i'm not moving in and letting this go over my head right
0: i'm like you're really just like no making it worse for yourself yeah. yeah but that part i loved and uh what was your cringiest line
1: it wasn't a line it was at the very end of the movie uh chrissy's character has a baby mm-hmm. and all of her friends are there for her. they're all in the delivery room helping deliver the baby although uh, roberta is a gynecologist yeah so it she's makes sense her she should be in there yeah but so they have the baby and the next thing you see is they're all up in the treehouse yes with the baby correct who is transporting this newborn up a ladder that treehouse was pretty high up there that treehouse is 25 years <laughs> old too exactly. it is sketchy you guys don't all weigh 60 pounds anymore and our little kids anymore that's a lot of weight in a
0: really old rickety treehouse, and you're taking a newborn baby up there. I will say, it didn't look rickety. No, it, it, looked, like it looked like... They maintained it, it. Yeah, which I guess kind of goes towards the plot because Chrissy maintained her parents' house, mm-hmm. and she likes order, and yeah. but still. I
1: mean, Child Protective Services should be called on her for putting a baby in a treehouse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Get CPS on the line. It, it, I, do, I did put down, like, what's the logistics for bringing a newborn baby <laughs> into the treehouse? Did they maybe put her in, like, a little swing? And, and a pull, pulley? Like a level, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's even more
0: dangerous. <laughs> yeah. oh. So sketchy. Movies uh. are funny. I know sometimes we choose cringy as far as kind of overly cheesy mm-hmm. or just bad. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I could really think of was, I thought it was kind of cringy as far as being uh, an adult slash kid, is having this sex talk with your mom. Yeah. And, her, and Chrissy's mom, uh, Bonnie Hunt, mm-hmm. completely d- doesn't actually give her a sex talk. She uses a lot of metaphors that are confusing. Yes. And I just thought that part was funny, but it was also made it worse for Chrissy later when she's talking to her friends when they're on the bike ride and she doesn't know things that they know. And (laughs) it's just funny. But also, I just remember having that uncomfortable talk with your parent and it just made me cringe a little because it's it's just one of those weird things you have to tell your kid. But yeah,
1: it was funny when they were on the bike ride and they were talking and they played Truth or Dare. Yeah. And then she showed how little she knew because they're like, have you ever French kissed a boy? She was like, no, I don't want to get get pregnant. pregnant. (laughs) Which, to her credit, she knew French kissing was not how a baby's made, but
0: But she she didn't know much more. (laughs) But she also said it would lead to, like, it would basically, if you French kiss a boy, it means that you're going to have sex with him. Which is a good thing to tell your kid. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, that whole part was funny, but it was also just cringy, Which I guess is a good sign, too. As far as the movie, if I can't find a really overly cringy part, yeah, you know,
1: It's very good, very good.
0: Except, I will say, at the very end, I almost put this as my cringiest. Yes, very end. They're all in the treehouse, like mm-hmm. you said, and they're talking still. And then the song comes on, that was completely written for the movie.
1: Yeah, it has. It's the song title is the name of the movie.
0: Yeah, and it was just really cheesy. Yeah. She's up in the movie. It it dated it because the song itself is sounds really dated, very, very 90s. Mm-hmm. But it like, just.
1: Just a bad 90s song, too. Yeah,
0: a bad 90s song. Yeah. One we apparently chose to forget.
1: Well, and then when the song starts playing, they see a group of kids playing Red Rover. Uh huh. So they go down there and they're going to play Red Rover. Cute thought. Chrissy just had a baby. Yes. She should not be playing
0: Red Rover. She shouldn't have children. <laughs> Charging towards her, would she still healing from having a child shoot out of her? <laughs> Good God! Get a child come
1: out of your loins! What is wrong with you? Uh,
0: that's uh. very true. That's very true. I also had some notes. Mm-hmm. I always got Crazy Pete confused with um, Old Man Marley from, from Home Alone. Alone. It's a very similar plot. Yeah, like creepy old guy that they're afraid of.
1: Who's just a really nice person. I mean, hell, Crazy Pete saved her uh, Samantha's life.
0: Yeah, that's true. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. Uh, too much child butt?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> During the scene yeah. where they steal the wormer's clothes. There was a lot of child butt.
1: Yeah, there wasn't a brief glance at the screen and there, oh, there's a butt. No, they showed you a lot of kid butt. Yeah. A lot.
0: It was, it was a little too much for my life. And
1: here was my issue. So the, the girls steal the Wormer brothers' clothes. Yes. Because they were jerks. And they threw jello balloons at them. Yes. So it makes sense. And as they're driving away to the girls' credits, when they're stealing the clothes, they start throwing them back at them. They're yeah, just they're dropping gonna... yeah. them. The boys are still running with their... Baskets covering their crotch. I'm like, they just threw you your underwear, bro.
0: Put them on. Yeah. Then you don't have to carry this weird basket and try to run with the basket. Yeah.
1: Movies. Movies. A little cheesy.
0: Yeah, it was cheesy. Mm -hmm. And then also the scene you just mentioned where uh, Sam almost dies in the storm drain. Another traumatizing movie that made me scared of storm drains. Yep. Right up there with it. Yeah. (laughs) Even as an adult. Mm-hmm. especially with rain, apparently. Mm-hmm. If it's raining, stay away from storm drains. Damn straight. Lesson learned from movies. <laughs> of course, there was no creepy clown. This one no. was a little more realistic in the sense that <laughs> she went down there to get a bracelet, and then she was like, oh, I have had a yo-yo. She's <laughs> like, <when> therb, <laughs> she therb, was like cool. cool. Let's let's hurry it up here. Let's go. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Did you have any other additional things?
1: No, I didn't. That was, oh. that
0: the was only weird. other thing I wanted to note was... Roberta's first kiss Mm -hmm. with Scott was literally my dream kiss when I was a kid. It was like, that's how I want my first kiss to happen.
1: You wanted Devon Sawa to kiss you. Well, yeah, but also
0: (laughs) I wanted, you know, like a natural, like, "Eh, Mm -hmm. a nice little kiss. Mine didn't happen that way, but, you know, I always liked that part when I was a kid. Um, Should we move on to our final thoughts?
1: Yes, we shall. As you know, on ruining our childhood, it is always award season, and we give out two awards every week. The first of which is the Valedictorian Victoria to the Nicholas Cage Online School of Bad Acting.
0: Who did you give your award to? This one was hard because going into it, thinking I was going to probably choose one of the younger actresses mm-hmm. because they're not as experienced. You know, it's just it's almost we pointed out. I think during Babysitter's Club, it's almost like an easy thing to choose one of the child actors because they're not great at acting. Yeah. Unfortunately, I thought all of these girls were really good, so I, I didn't want to choose any of them. I chose Crazy Pete. Oh. And that. the reason why, uh, it's played by an actor named Walter Sparrow, who is unfortunately uh, no longer alive. He died in 2000. Mm-hmm. I didn't really understand where he was going with his accent. Oh, okay. It was twangy, and then I I didn't really know where this movie was supposed to be set. Did they say? Indiana. 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 Okay.
1: Shelby, Indiana.
0: So, he just... It sounded like he had a southern accent, and then he was very squinty the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like his part could have been a little bit bigger than what it was, because he ended up being... Like, the spoiler alert, he ended up being Dear Johnny's father, Mm -hmm. who was this whole mystery that they... They were supposed to be following all summer, and I realized I when I looked him up, he's actually a British actor. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense to why his accent kind of sucked.
1: I thought it was more of he had almost a speech impediment oh. and had uh, almost a learning disability, because he was he would only come out at night. He was yeah. afraid of people during the day, and that I could almost as,
0: fit with it if yeah. it wasn't if he didn't turn out to be just a guy who didn't want to deal with people cuz his family got murdered.
1: Yeah. I don't I liked him. I, he was cute and he always makes me want to cry when I watch that part with him.
0: Oh. Yeah. I just it was the accent. Mhm. What was what's a movie where we Oh, uh 50 shades of gray when uh Jamie Dorian's <sighs> accent comes you out. He's got
1: to his pot of gold.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. His accent comes out sometimes and you're just like, "Uh." Oh.
1: Yeah comes out a lot.
0: It, it distracts you, you know? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I didn't think he was a bad actor. I just didn't particularly like the accent and his character as far as how they kind of just used him to wrap up the mystery of Dear Johnny. Yeah. What was yours?
1: I felt the same way you did, where it, no, no, nobody was a bad actor. Yeah. Everybody was really, really good, especially I was kind of surprised at how good all the girls were. So I gave it to someone almost by default i gave it to melanie griffin okay and it was because melanie griffin sorry because i felt like they developed her character the absolute least Even, like her adult character yeah or her d- adult or character it was just like oh Martha she's a virtue? famous actress yeah and yeah that i thought she could have been developed more and that side, so basically out of default it was well here you go it I... wasn't she was bad in the movie If anything, I had said to you, I always forget what a good actress Melanie Griffith was because she doesn't act a lot anymore. She's almost more famous for being Antonio Banderas' wife. And it's, no, go watch Working Girl. She was a great actress. For sure. So I gave it to her. Just almost uh, blame the director of the film for not giving her more scenes.
0: I I will agree that re-watching this, I realized that... That Most of the girls aren't developed that much. Mm-hmm. Like, even the younger ones, like, characters aren't developed. Like, Roberta, who, when I was a kid, was one of my favorites because she reminded me a little bit of what my mom would tell me how she grew up. My mom was kind of a tomboy. My mom was around this age mm-hmm. in 1970. So, I remember watching this movie with my mom, and she related to that character. So, I, and obviously, like I said earlier, Christina Ricci. I mean, yeah. she was goals. <laughs> but... Now, as an adult, mm-hmm. I think that the character Roberta is not developed very well. No. Other than she has some issues because her mom died at a young age, and her dad kind of obviously, as a parent, you're not going to be like, Your mom died in a gruesome car accident with a newspaper article that was very detailed on how your mother died. Yeah. Um, she suffered for an hour. I was and like, you No, know articles written yeah. like that. No. It's usually just like, this person died in this car accident. The end. Exactly. I agree with you that her characters, weren't, the character, especially Teeny, was not developed. Yeah, is where I was going with that one. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I agree, because <laughs> even probably kid Teeny was developed the least out of the three.
0: Yeah, I mean, they kind of just—it was almost a stereotype, like her parents are party animals that ignore her, which. Isn't that how all kids grew up in the 60s, probably? I felt
1: like they were implying that her parents were swingers, too.
0: I, yeah. <laughs> and just talking to our parents, mm-hmm. your parents were always working. Mm-hmm. And you had to fend for yourself a little bit more. Definitely. Unless you were lucky to have like a homemaker type mom. Mm-hmm. Should we move on? Yes, we shall. The next award is the Thomas J. Hanks Award for Exceptional Acting. Who did you give yours to?
1: I gave mine to Gabby Hoffman. Who played Samantha. Because I felt like out of all of the... Uh, it focuses more uh, on the kids than it does the adults. For sure. Just,
0: It's probably a good thing.
1: Yeah. So they focus on the kids. And I felt like they focused on her the most. She's going through the tough time that her dad has just left the family. She starts crying when she's talking about that. She's really believable. Yeah, her tears are real. I was going to say, you feel bad for her? And I felt like her arc was the best and most fulfilling of the arcs and most developed story. Plus, she was just a really good actress.
0: Yeah. I liked her a lot. I, I agree. And that's why I chose Gabby Hoffman as well, because of that scene where she's telling Teeny that her dad left and she was crying. I couldn't help but compare it to Baby's Ears Club, mm-hmm. where Chrissy's crying because her dad's shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. And her acting was, in comparison, I know I gave Sally Fisk Fisk my Thomas J. Hanks award on that episode, Mm -hmm. but in comparison, like, Gabby Hoffman, way better actress, Mm -hmm. and it was just so natural. It was a few tears. It was really sad and devastating. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you wonder if the kids that were in Babysitter's Club auditioned for this movie?
0: It's very, very possible, because they came out the same year. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And They're supposed to be around the same age.
1: The actresses in this are so much better. Oh,
0: for sure. Nothing against anybody in the babies. Mm, Sorry,
1: Rachel Lee Cook, but you are not Christina Ritchie or Gabby Hoffman in the acting department.
0: She's like, I've heard that my whole
1: life. (laughs) Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) Thank you for opening up that wound.
0: (laughs) A-hole. And also when she almost dies... That was a little dramatic. Mm -hmm. That happened like a few minutes later in the movie. And then I did like her interaction with Crazy Pete at the end. I thought that was good. And like you said, the story focuses mostly on her and she's the narrator. The Mm -hmm. adult version of her is the narrator. So I definitely thought she did a really good job. Christina Ricci was a second up. But I also want to give props to Chrissy because I think comedic wise I think she was the best in the sense that she was I mean she was the the you know the gopher the person that that was the butt of the jokes Mm -hmm. which man I can relate to Mm -hmm. as a child because I was definitely that person in my group I wasn't as naive as she was but you know I can relate to her but definitely Gabby Hoffman was my pick for that one should we move on to our final thing Yes, (laughs) our
1: final thoughts.
0: Final thoughts. Yes. So do you think this movie holds up? I
1: thought it held up excellently. It was a really good movie, which I go back to, I don't know how it has such a low Rotten Tomato score. Other than it seemed like they felt like it was kind of a knockoff of Stand By Me.
0: It was a little, I thought there was stuff that... Reminded me of Stand By Me and also Sandlot a little bit because there's that narrator and it's kind of set in the same time period. And so.
1: It was an excellent movie, though.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. Mm -hmm. The only thing I will say rewatching it now for this episode is I feel like the adult parts don't really hold up as much as I wish they would have, especially towards the end. I think... If they would have gone back and forth more, mm-hmm. so you saw their lives, yeah, too, I, as an adult, I maybe almost, it would make more sense.
1: I almost feel like if they paid the adult actors substantially more than these kids... Which they probably did. I'm sure they did. It's a crime. Yeah. Because they probably weren't 10 minutes of the movie.
0: Right. I think it's nice to see... What, if you have a movie or show that's set as kids... Shows do it all the time in series finales. There's a time jump and mm-hmm. then you see their futures. I like that. Yeah. But I just feel like it almost distracted from the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And it there was just that whole end part made it kind of cheesy. Yeah. So it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But I will say overall, this movie did hold up because of the middle parts with uh, Thora Birch, Christina Ricci, and Gabby Hoffman.
1: Yeah. Good movie.
0: It was a good movie. Mm-hmm. A good good pick. Absolutely. So let's oh. try to do this one right yeah. this time.
1: We uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we ask that you give us a rate and review on iTunes. Also, subscribe. Or Apple
0: Podcasts, because iTunes is not really oh, a yeah, thing. That's true.
1: Apple Podcasts, thank you.
0: Yes. And if you could do that, that would be awesome. If you have an iPhone, just go to your podcast app.
1: Yeah. So subscribe. A mm-hmm.
0: Even if you want to give us one star, but don't. Preferably five. But we'll take four if yeah. you, if you got them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Smoke them if you got them.
0: <laughs> and also check out our Instagram mm-hmm. at ruining our childhood and Facebook also at ruining our childhood.
1: And then over on Twitter at Roc Movie Podcast.
0: Movie Podcast, yes. Yes.
1: Also, uh, hit us up on Podcoin. Yeah. we've been doing really good on that. So thank you.
0: <laughs> hit us up one of. The- just continue
1: listening. Please continue listening. Yes. And get uh, get some money out of the deal. Yeah. John, there you go.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying they were going to give us money. No, I was no, like, no. what? Yeah, they're
1: not what? giving us no. money, and we're not going to give you money. They're going to give you potcoin. Yeah. And then you can use it.
0: But they're not from us. Not from us, no. Personally.
1: No. But we appreciate um, it.
0: Yeah. And thanks for listening to another awesome episode of Ruining Our Childhood.
1: We'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.